<clears throat> I made some comment uh, on a post yesterday about how with my painting, my oil painting, I'm grappling in what feels like the first time for me with these ideas of how what I'm making fits into the context that I envision it in. Meaning, if I make a painting, is there anywhere in our house that it actually um, looks the way that I intend it to look? Or does it only exist in some amorphous, ideal sort of way in that one location where I painted it? Does it need to have light striking it from that side, the right side, in order to look the way I intend it to look? If I hang it over the fireplace, where it doesn't get much direct light, does it just not have anything? What painting could I hang over the fireplace, where I'm mostly going to see it in the light of the lamp in the evening? And are certain paintings better suited for certain spaces. These are things that I've always dealt with when it comes to the art on the walls in our house, but I've never dealt with them when thinking about making art because I just haven't made that much of it. And there's something about the, the texture and the quality of oil paintings in general that is very different than... Uh, well, certainly the way that I'm doing it is very different than paintings where there's much, uh, there, the paint itself isn't as layered and textured. Um, and it's also different from a print, um, either a poster or something behind glass in terms of how it reflects the light and when you can see it and under what circumstances. So, all of this is to say that the things that we make exist within a context. They exist within our minds, but they also exist within a very real context. And part of our job... Oh, I can hear some big trucks approaching. I'm going to have to pause this in a second. Part of our job as makers is to understand that context and to either create works specifically for a context or to try to create works that work well for many different contexts. And when it comes to spoon carving, I've certainly seen this pattern in play. There are some spoons that I've gotten from people. Hold on, I gotta pause and wait for these trucks to go by. Whew, sorry about that. Some really big dump trucks went by. I had to chat with the guy because he was lost. <laughs> um, I was saying about spoons. There are times when spoons come into my house... Um, when they actually don't feel like a good fit for the aesthetic sounds so prissy, but let's call it that the aesthetic of my life where for whatever reason, they don't feel like, uh, like they're at their best when surrounded by all of my other stuff, right? That they exist really nicely in an empty white void as an object and as an idea. But then 
as a real object, surrounded by real light, surrounded by real other objects, they don't play nice. And I think part of what I'm seeking in the forms that I explore are designs that play nicely, that I wouldn't call them generic, but designs that are, that are simple enough that they blend with many other situations. And I don't think it's, um, it's not the first and foremost thing on my mind. But having asked the question about oil paintings, it, it has occurred to me that whether intentionally or unintentionally, this is what I, it is certainly one of the things that I have achieved with my work, I think. At least I think that about my own work. And, and perhaps I see that uh, and feel that way about my own work. Perhaps we always feel that way about our own work, but... I think maybe not, given the specificity with which, you know, I'm making these oil paintings and then hanging them on the wall in one place and think, ugh, not there. You know, they don't go well there at all. And then you hang them somewhere else and you think, well, maybe. And then you hang them somewhere else and you think, yes, that's the spot. So, <clears throat> to my mind, um, it seems like that's an important aspect that we don't think about too often in our work is, is what is the context in which it will be seen and used. And we can't really do anything about that if we're sending our work out into the world, right? And to some extent, we shouldn't have to think about it. But I think one of the reasons certain objects become universally beloved is because there's something about their design and execution that feels like it fits into a number of different contexts. And hey dogs, let's turn around. And like, for instance, think about um, my espresso maker. It's one of those classic espresso makers with the sort of two hexagonal tapered... I'm not sure if it's a hexagon. I think it's a hexagon. Hexagonal tapered steel things that come together in a sort of pinch point right where they screw together. Uh, it has just the right amount of ornamentation to feel at home in a... in a relaxed or bohemian or, or more formal or any number of spaces, but also has that underlying geometry of the hexagons that makes it feel at home in more minimalist, uh, industrial or, or, um, design-oriented context as well. I'm getting my terms all hashed up here, but the point is, is that it looks good everywhere because it has a little bit of ornamentation and a little, and, but a strong sense of underlying geometry. And I think that's what I'm going for with my own spoons. Uh, is, 
is a little bit of ornamentation and a strong sense of underlying geometry and and a and a a form to them that is both lush but also simple. I think one of the reasons I'm not drawn to furniture as such is that it is often, not always, but often uh, very straight. When there are curves, it's molding at the tops and the edges, and the lines are very straight. And that's great. Um, and and I, I love much of the furniture in our house. I'm not, you know, drawn specifically to curvy furniture. And there's certainly curvy furniture that I've seen where I'm not drawn to it. But the point is, is that um, simplicity in furniture often comes at the expense of some of that curviness which allows it to straddle both worlds. If you think of like a really sort of brutalist, simple furniture, and then something that is much more Victorian furniture sort of goes to both ends of the spectrum. And the stuff that I'm drawn to is the sort of semi-industrial stuff that has plenty of straight lines, but also some curves. Um, and I think it's because it sits in the same middle ground as the espresso maker. And, and because it sits in that same middle ground, it is at home in many places. So I don't know how to uh, negotiate this with my painting yet. I think a sense of how to paint something so that it works well in dim light or in bright light is a sort of whole step beyond what I am aware of at this point. And perhaps that's not the point. I mean, there are probably some artists who do that, but there, I'm sure there are most artists just paint the painting that feels like it needs to be painted and then it, it has a home or it doesn't in a particular spot. But I'm actually much more interested in contemplating how to make sure that my spoons, my other work, are as broadly applicable as possible. Um, not only because that's a wider customer base, but, but largely because I don't control who decides to order something. And I want, when it enters someone, someone's home, for my work to fit in, um, no matter where it finds itself, so that it becomes a beloved, used item that accrues memories and, and use. And I think that that only happens if it uh, finds a place within its context uh, and doesn't um, and doesn't stick out in such a way that it ultimately doesn't get used. So, as always, I'm curious 
what you guys think about this. Lucy, if you're listening, uh, your, your comment on uh, the post was what sent me down this rabbit hole, so thank you. And uh, reach out, guys, on the post that I'm going to do for this episode on my Instagram and, and let me know what you do in your work, whether it's spoon carving or something else, to try to find that balance where your work can be at home in any number of contexts. It's, a, it's an area I haven't thought about much. Um, and frankly, I haven't seen much from other people thinking about it either, at least not out loud. Uh, but I'm keen to engage with it more. So I welcome your thoughts. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.